we do in this particular situation where we see, and I think Tory Lanez of all people, the one that kind of volunteered this, that there's this attack on black men and you know on on black men and maleness and and masculinity, and it's given. It's giving me reverse racism vibes. It's giving me white man angry about affirmative action vibes. And I just can't rock it. Somebody told me that I'm gonna be something. Yeah. Don't want for anything and it'll be nothing. Yeah. And while at the edge of all the noise, it hit like a message from the Lord. So I decided that I wanna be. Good, good people. I am Merck, and this is Dynamite Hill. To all my first timers, welcome to the hill. To all my old heads, y'all already know what it is. So, boom, we're gonna jump right into it. Um, over the last couple of weeks, we have seen the revival of festival season as it runs concurrent. <laughs> with uh COVID season 2.0 maybe this is 3.0 4.0 I can't I didn't even count it running concurrent with COVID season and seeing these huge you know festivals and all these photos with you know thousands of people just piled up on top of each other um is a conversation in and of itself but it also drew um an interesting situation from one in particularly Rolling Loud uh, in Miami. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with this at this point, but um, you know the baby uh, came out and said some uh, <laughs> unnecessary, to put it <laughs> as mildly as possible, but some unnecessary uh, derogatory homophobic comments uh, directed uh, towards the LGBTQ plus community. And um, the comments in and of themselves, I won't rehash, but the it's it's more so the response and not not the the, the outcry and response, you know, from the LGBTQ community and advocates and allies like myself. Uh, but I'm really more interested in the baby's response to all this. Um, when you know he's being pressed to be accountable for the things that he said, and his just absolute refusal to do so, I—that's the interesting thing to me, and it—it it, it brings up uh, a a couple different points um, of thought. Uh, the first is kind of around this um, the centralization of black men. Uh, when it comes to issues of, you know, marginalized folks, race, gender, how black men um, often tend to, and this is also a kind of a class thing as well. So I don't want them to be sweeping. Well, we see, you know, men in general do this, but specifically in this case, see black men um, uh, centralize uh, the plights of marginalized folks 
around them. And we saw this, you know, back in the 60s and the 50s with the race men who were uh, pro-black, but not really pro-anybody else. Um, and, you know, this whole conversation around, you know, if you're not advocating for all marginalized folks, you don't want, you don't want equality, you don't want equity, you just want privilege. And then there's a, a, a second part where we get into, um, we talk about privilege, male privilege, and black male privilege and black masculinity and its relationship to white male privilege and how we see situations where uh, white men aren't held accountable in the same ways that black men are, uh, which we know, we, we see this. Uh, and I think this goes beyond white men and white women. I think this, white men, white women, black men, black women, I think that's, that's a race line where we all can say, you know, X, Y, Z situation happened. If that black person was a white person, it wouldn't have happened like this. So we see that, that's factual. Uh, we can't separate uh, or isolate race from that situation. I don't think we can in this one either. But um, we do in this particular situation where we see, and I think Tory Lanez of all people, the one that kind of volunteered this, that there's this attack on black men and you know on on black men and maleness and and masculinity and it's given it's giving me reverse racism vibes it's giving me white man angry about affirmative action vibes and i just can't rock with it so you have that component of it and that even kind of gets into the weeds when you talk about some fanon and some uh dubose where we talk about you know this duality and uh, the the more the less was it the, the 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 more white you ascribe to become not white so much in the physical sense but white what white ascribes wealth affluence power access privilege uh, the more that uh, black folks strive and accommodate to that to to assimilate into that that you do that at the cost of your blackness. And then there's there's a component of class as well because you know although we're having a you know this this does have racial tones and racial tropes interwoven all through it. Um there's also an issue of class because we're also talking about a wealthy person who, you know, in the in the pressing of accountability of what he said and what he did, you know, use his wealth, his affluence, his popularity kind of as a shield and a weapon against those who were trying to hold him accountable for it. So it's, it's, it's complicated um, and we've kind of seen this, I don't wanna say renaissance because it's, like, it's always been present, but it seems you know over the last year or so, there's been just so much more visibility around black men, um, a certain <laughs> genre of black men complaining about the plights of black men to other people who share similar marginalizations, uh, but don't have the benefit of male privilege to fall back upon, right? So it's it's a very complicated and nuanced uh, kind of conversation because you have race and class, uh, you have um, kind of history and have it kind of rebirthing and re-earthing itself in a, in a different particular way. Um, and it's 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 just fascinating to see just the unwillingness and the the rigidity 
to kind of acknowledge that you have said something that is an affront to an entire community of people and you and they're telling you that this has been done to them and you're just absolute refusal to, you know, acknowledge it completely for the sake of what is just remarkable. Now, there is a second component of class to this where we talk about, you know, these young black uh, entertainers who come from a particular place. I'm familiar with Charlotte, lived in Charlotte um, for um, quite a few years, and I'm familiar with the area that uh, the baby grew up um, and, and is from. And like a lot of folks from these kind of areas and these kind of cities, there's a particular way that you are raised and you learn how you kind of engage and interact. There's certain ideologies uh, that are pressed upon you that you adopt and accept. And at some point in your life, hopefully, you know, you begin to kind of see beyond, you know, the four or five blocks that you grew up on and, uh, you know, look to start unlearning some of these, you know, problematic things that have kind of been beaten into your head. And I think that we forget that because, you know, there's this, there's this tendency that we have here to, you know, in this country and frankly across the world to attribute, you know, wealth uh, to a level of kind of intelligence intact. And that's just not the case. And in the general sense, it's nothing wrong with that. But there's also a certain level of understanding, care and education that kind of has to be provided when we talk about, you know, these, you know, folks that come from these situations who rise into affluence uh, without, you know, without the, 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 the exposure, the knowledge and the information to really tool themselves to speak properly in situations like this. Now, this doesn't absolve uh, the baby or anyone of, you know, saying, you know, uh, discriminatory, homophobic, xenophobic, racist, sexist, misogynistic things. But there is a level of understanding that has to kind of be approached with it as we hold these folks accountable. But none of it matters if they're unwilling to be accountable for the things that they say. So it's, 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 a, complicated, it's a complicated, nuanced conversation. But when it boils down to it, it's, bruh, you ain't even, you, it was, you ain't even have to say that. Of all the times in my life where I thought I would agree with Chris Brown, Chris Brown, I think, tweeted something saying, bro, we just need to get on stage, play the songs, thank the fans, and get off. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I never in my life thought I, I would agree more with a Chris Brown sentiment. But um, I don't want to drift into that area where we're talking about, you know, like, shut up and dribble, but I can just shut up and perform. But in this case, if it was, it was just completely unnecessary and it's just remarkable. <laughs> the stubbornness is just absolutely remarkable. But I love to, you know, kind of hear you guys' opinions on this and what you're thinking. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on one, this baby situation? What about this renaissance of uh, black men, uh, a certain genre of black men being more visible, uh, voicing <laughs> their plights? Uh, you know, and 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 all the things that are kind of attacking black men in the world with just complete disregard for everyone else, uh, particularly you know black women uh, and and members of the LGBTQ plus community. But yeah, man, curious to hear what you guys have to say about it. Um, you know, drop it in the comments. Let's talk about it. Hit me up, DMs, the whole shebang. 
Uh, make sure you follow Dynamite Hill on IG. I'll drop the links down uh, in the bio. Um, and I'm going to be announcing some giveaways starting next week. I got them. We locked in. So make sure you guys subscribe to the channel so you can get locked in and get that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, make sure you like and subscribe. Share with a friend. Get me, you know what I'm saying? Get me out there. Get you. I got a, I got a little giveaway running. Uh, we just wrapped up right now. Um, you'll see the winners and stuff kind of highlight over socials. But yeah, man. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Uh, until next time, as always, it's love.